0: This is WSFI Spotlight. A Conversation with Catholics Living in the Light.
1: Well, hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Spotlight. I'm your host this hour, Angela Tomlinson. And with me is a person that we've known for a long time. And for you Lake County, Illinois Catholics, you've probably seen him and his wife and six children at many of the Catholic churches in the area. It's my pleasure to have with me today, Christopher Dunlap. Welcome to the show.
0: How are you, Angela?
1: I'm doing good. So you bebopped into WSFI Studio this Friday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon afternoon, and we were talking about an upcoming event that you thought maybe we'd want to get the word out about.
0: Yeah, you know, but let's start by saying 88.5, the best Catholic radio station on the air, huh? Isn't it the greatest?
1: Well, I don't know. We, we try to be... We try to do our best. We try to do great work for the Lord, and we leave the results to him. But thank you very much. Thank you for the plug.
0: You know, there's probably some closet Catholics out there, maybe even some Protestants listening. I think we should warn them, Angela, that being Catholic is contagious.
1: I love being Catholic. It's the, the greatest thing that, Chris, that ever happened in my life. I was brought up Catholic. But like many people, I was on the East Coast, and I didn't understand a good thing when I had it. And now I'm back, full boat, full steam ahead, consecrated the Blessed Mother. And we all know, have you been consecrated to Our Lady yet? Yes, I have. You have. so Tw- Twice. Twice.
0: My grandma, when I was young, and my wife and I consecrated our marriage.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. And then so. you have six children now.
0: Yeah, and we're going to be consecrated as a family, too.
1: How wonderful year, is that to so. consecrate the whole family? I think we had someone... On a show earlier that was talking, he was from Steubenville, Franciscan University of Steubenville, and he was talking about in this year of Fatima, the importance of consecrating the whole family, like you're talking about, to the Blessed Mother. Definitely. And your family to her.
0: Definitely. That's her message. Pray the rosary, consecrate yourself, uh, you know, offerings, as many offerings as you can make. That's the message of Fatima.
1: And you've been living that message. I know that you've been doing some public rosaries, is that right?
0: Yep, public rosary rallies um, in Antioch. We also went out to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Uh, I believe it was 2016. Oh, here I have it right here. 2016, it was on the Feast of the Assumption of Mary, which is not by accident. They chose that day and they these satan people had a black mass set up at the civic center music hall in Oklahoma City Oklahoma and we went out there with a group called uh, America Needs Fatima and uh, you know we protested it we prayed the rosary and um, you know it was uh, it's what we need to do it's what we need to do anytime these people show up we got to get our legs under us we got to stand our ground You know, we gotta look Lucifer in the eye, and you know, it's Lucifer. You know what I mean? It's like a girl's name. You know what I mean? (laughs) Lucifer. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay, so I mean, we we gotta we gotta uh, you know, we gotta tell him he's got no power. You know, we gotta we gotta tell him uh, you know, look over in our corner. It's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can't beat us. You can't win. You can't win. We got Mary the mother of God. Look at you can't beat us. You're not gonna be putting up black you can't win. God is the greatest.
1: So Chris, for people who might not be aware of it, what was going on in Oklahoma when you went out there?
0: So it turns out the guy who initiated this his, you know, he's a convicted felon, he's a pedophile, he's a um convicted child rapist and he rented out this civic center music hall in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma and to have a black mass which is uh, desecration of the host and they put a pig's heart in a statue of Mary and break it open and eat it. That's what they do. These people are sick.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And I mean when you look at them you can tell they are deformed. They are deformed on the outside, obviously reflecting their souls wherever yeah. they're at, you know. And, and, I mean, pray for them. I mean, I'm not trying to to pass judgment on them, but I'm letting you know it, it's coming from a very evil, diabolical place. And uh, I think Our Lady talked about that at Fatima. That so
1: uh, just just for a minute, Chris, I don't mean to interrupt you. So yeah. when there's a black mass... Are they using a consecrated host? Yes, they are. And then what are they doing?
0: Yes, they are. I'm not exactly sure exactly what they're doing. So
1: they're they're desecrating a consecrated host? Yes, however they
0: do that, I mean, I really would rather not know the details, I think, Mm -hmm. of what they actually do. Um, I believe there was another time where it was done on Christmas Eve in another part, but I don't have that exact information in front of me.
1: So you went out to this...
0: Yes we did uh,
1: black mass to protest
0: to protest and with to the pray. TFP and there was and that's what we do. It's all constant prayer, we pray the Rosary. I mean you know it's it's all done with reverence to God and calling on God of course to take care of this problem. It isn't us, you know These guys bring Our Lady of Fatima, they hold them. they have a I don't know what you'd call it. they have a platform. And four guys with the poles, they hold Our Lady of Fatima. She's always in the front, and they pray, they sing, they sing praises to God, they sing praises to Mary. You know, they, they. This is this is how they protest these things. And by the way, we ruined it for them because nobody showed up. They saw all the crazy Catholics, and <laughs> we scared everyone away. Thank so, God. So, you know. so
1: the group that you're talking about is TFP, which is stands for what?
0: Tradition, Family, and Property. They have another arm called America Needs Fatima, and then another arm called Return to Order. They're all kind of under this umbrella, mm-hmm. and um,
1: so you had so they were the ones who organized this protest they, on the Black Mass. They
0: organize all this stuff. They are the nerve center that keeps their you know they're on the pulse. They know when something is happening. Uh, you know I'm big time involved with them. We'll get emails like there was a a website that was selling a shirt that was uh, uh, derogatory towards Mary. And, like, the people wrote a letter saying, okay, we've taken it off. All you Catholics, please stop calling us. Quit (laughs) writing us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, of course, Target, they're on Target. But if you go to their website, it's americaneedsfatima.org, tfp.org, returntoorder.org, or tfpstudentaction.org. I mean, you'll see, they got their, they've got they got everything. You, you can find out everything that's going on. They're at all the March for Lifes. They uh, have a branch that uh, is really trying to reach out to young men. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for example, my kids went up to one of their summer camps, and they uh, teach fencing. That's how they kind of hook the kids. But the day starts with Mass at 5 o'clock. They pray the rosary. They learn about different saints through history that were also warriors or knights. And then they go out and they play kind of these medieval games during the day. I mean, it's awesome. And then the whole thing they're getting them ready for is they get a little older. Then they go and they start to protest outside of uh, abortion uh, clinics, outside of, uh, they go to just college campuses and start talking about their Catholic faith. And it is always a battle. You know they are constantly being attacked when they do this. So they, they, this is they prepare these kids for this, and I got to tell you, you'll never meet a, a, a greater group of people than these people. They they wear suits and ties, they never yell, they never lose their temper, they always talk about God. I mean, they um, they carry themselves so well. It's uh, it's just a great group to be involved with.
1: So this group was organizing it back in Oklahoma, and when you said you ruined it for them, what, what happened? Did they call off the black mass?
0: Well, they, nobody showed.
1: Nobody showed for the black mass.
0: Nobody showed for the black so mass. People
1: did show for a TFP. Oh yeah. The Catholics there was showed up. Five,
0: six hundred people so there. Five or six
1: hundred people showed up to protest.
0: And it was pretty cool because they came from all over the country. So these people come from all over the country.
1: Isn't that beautiful? You know, we hear about Black Lives Matter and, and other groups that are community organizing yeah. groups. But isn't it wonderful to have a group that's organizing for the Catholic faith they, that's defending Jesus in the Eucharist?
0: They came They came from all over the country, and they prayed the rosary together. And they they sang praises to God and uh, to Mary. So
1: And it fell through.
0: And this thing fell through. So here's here's some of the things that they've been involved in that are that are big. So they were involved in the Harvard Mass. And, and
1: maybe explain again with the har. I know what you so said with Harvard the
0: Harvard Harvard kid. tried to have a black mass, on the school grounds, which is, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know. I don't know what you say about that. That's incredible, you know. And I think, if you go and look at their, their. Their history, it was all about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It was all about Jesus Christ. And I don't know the exact details, but I, I can remember seeing a few things. And even on the the entryway to Yale or to Harvard, I mean, it says for for the greater glory of God or something along those lines. I mean. And then here it's turned into this.
1: You know I remember because I'm from Cambridge and they were uh, going to have the Black Mass in Mem Hall, Memorial Hall. Mm -hmm. They were going to march from MIT and other and now see here it is all of the intellectuals in the United States you look at the powerhouses that go to these schools and here we are on those campuses desecrating the Eucharist and they were going to march from Mass Ave at MIT down to Memorial Hall. And have a black mass. I don't know what happened to that one. I don't know if they went forward with it or not.
0: No, they stopped it. So they stopped that. They stopped it. So, so this
1: it. is the po- well, the Lord's stopping it. The it's Lord it. power of prayer.
0: And, and the bottom line is these guys are chasing their tails. I mean, they're getting too full of themselves, thinking they have an answer for something. You know, there's two people that have the answer for salvation. It's Jesus Christ and Mary
1: and Chris, we're going to have to take a short break right now. But when we come back after the break, uh, one of the reasons we're having the show today is you want to give an alert, right, to the listeners Correct. of WSFI about an upcoming Correct. event. So stay tuned. You listen to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. This is Angela Tomlinson with my guest Chris Dunlap. Hi, this is Sister Beth Ann Dillon from the Daughters of St. Mary of Providence in Chicago. Catholic Radio today is so important for young people and families to hear the Word of God expressed, to give them food for thought, and to help them bring the Word of God in a loving way as we are all called to be evangelizers in the faith. So listen to WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio.
0: 60048 donations of any amount are greatly appreciated
1: Well, hello and welcome back to this episode of Spotlight. It's a very special episode of Spotlight, kind of an impromptu thing. This is Angela Tomlinson, your station manager, and I was explaining before the break that it's Right now it's Friday here at 3 o'clock, the Hour of Mercy, and someone was knocking at my door, and it was Chris Dunlap, who many of you know in the area local, active Catholic, who tries to really live out those baptismal promises about us doing everything we can to learn the faith, defend the faith, speak out for the faith, and bring as many souls as we possibly can to heaven. Chris was mentioning earlier before the break, for those who are just tuning in, there's an issue with a satanic statue that he wanted to alert people to, ask for your prayers and your support. But Chris, before we get started, I just wanted to point out something to you. During the break there, we have what we call a prayer cart. We have a whole bunch of prayers in a cart, and then it's just supposedly random which one plays in that 30-second time frame. And I don't think it's an accident that the prayer that happened to come up in your segment was the St. Michael prayer.
0: Oh, how cool is that?
1: It's so cool because Michael's the one that we need. You were just talking oh, about yeah. him being thrown out of heaven before the break.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: How cool is that? So we feel like the angels are with us, ladies and gentlemen. So, Chris, you were saying that you might be making a trip north of here, and it's not for fishing.
0: Okay. So what what is happening is in Bell Bell. Minnesota the uh, people there have decided that in Veterans Memorial Park a public park a statue should be erected to Satan Wow
1: Un- a taxpayer property
0: yeah unbelievable they're tearing down crosses but it's okay to put up a statue to Satan so we are going out there July 15th we're gonna meet the TFP America needs Fatima people at noon and we are going to have a rosary crusade against this. We are going to protest this. And um, I'd ask you know, anybody who wants to join, head out there. Great. If you can't, if you could pray for us, especially at noon when we're all out there. Um, you know, there's a progression here. In 2014, we had talked earlier about the Harvard. There was a black mass scheduled at Harvard that didn't go off. In 2015, All Saints Day doors opened of the Greater Church of Lucifer, Old Town, Spring, Texas, claims they don't worship Satan. In 2016, there is an after-school Satan club started in a public school, Point Defiance Elementary School, Tacoma, Washington, as young as five years old.
1: And what was that, what was it's that club?
0: It's an after-school Satan club. What does we're, that mean? They learn about Satan. They worship Satan. Oh, dear In God. our public schools. This is TFP. They were out there. They protested this. They were there. These guys were there. Didn't work. 2016, after-school Satan club. Sacramento, uh, Sacramento Elementary School, Portland, Oregon. It's there. It's in existence right now. Our public schools have gone from... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They they've gone from the the government actually printed the Bibles for our schools up till 1950. Printed the Bibles, taught Jesus Christ in schools to having an after school Satan Club in 2017.
1: So that you know they threw God out in. A they lot threw of God schools out, and re- now they're inviting Satan in.
0: And we're inviting Satan in. Well, and I know in Florida a while back they had the coloring books for the kids in grade school, which were of Satan. So. It's insane. So then of course we talked about in twenty sixteen the black mass out at the Civic Center music hall in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and now this thing, where they're actually erecting a statue to Satan. The first one ever erected in the United States, an actual public statue to Satan. And I know they have statues to demons. They have one in in Michigan and I don't know the name, but he actually is having children on his lap. I mean, maybe we shouldn't be shocked, you know, for the way that the country's going. Um, You know, every law seems to go against the law of God, the divine law. And, you know, the way to fight this really is to look at ourselves first and say, you know, are, are we perfect like God asked us to be perfect? Are we holy like the Catholic Church is asking us to be holy? But when it comes to political, when it comes to the laws, when it comes to our governance, we have a right to stand up. We have a duty to stand up. We have an obligation to stand up for Christ. We have, an, we have an absolute duty to say the laws are unjust if they go against the laws of Jesus Christ, if they go against the laws of Yahweh, of God. We have to do this. And so when they say your kids should be transgender, no. No, they shouldn't. That is wrong. That's against the laws of God. They say men should marry men. No, that's against the laws of God. And we Catholics can't be apologetic about it. We can't be meek about it. We got to shout it out. This is God. We got to get fired up. We got to be excited to do something right for Jesus. And we can't be apologetic about this stuff, you know? It, it's wrong. We can't allow it to happen. You know, the Pope. The popes have talked about the, the contraception. We can't contracept. I know it's a tough thing. I know it's a hard thing, but it goes back to what I said. You gotta look in your corner. You got the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They're there. We can do this. This is what God wants us to do. This is his will, this is his law. This is what's gonna bring us ultimate happiness as a society. The rest of this is a lie. It's just it's it isn't working out. You know, people say, okay, contracept, my life is better. Is it? I mean, the divorce rate is through the roof. Everything's gone wrong since we started with that. It's not better. We're not better for it. We think it. We think, oh, our lives won't be as hard. It's going to be better. It won't be, we, you know, the hardships, the economic hardships. But in the end, there's all sorts of other things that take its place that are worse, that are destroying us. How many single mothers do we have now? Are they more than married couples? I don't even know. You know, so, you know, we're not supposed to contracept. We're not supposed to abort our children. We're not supposed to be, uh, have homosexual marriages. We're not supposed to transgender. That's why we got a statue of Satan going up. You know, and there's a lot more in there, I'm sure, you know, Angela? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So the, um, the rally you mentioned is on July 15th. That's a Saturday, is yes, that right?
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: So I'm just trying to think about if anyone out there would be interested in taking a trip to Minnesota. How far away is it? Are you driving yeah, from here? Seven,
0: seven hours. So it's seven, seven hours, hours from Lake
1: County, Illinois. Yep. You live in the northern suburb, so it's seven hours. So for our friends listening in Wisconsin, it might be less than seven hours.
0: That's right. That's, That's right. absolutely it sounds like correct. Road
1: tri- it sounds like a road trip to me.
0: So they, the TFP talked about uh, Joan of Arc.
1: Oh, wow, Joan of Arc. Saint you know,
0: we're all called to be soldiers of Christ. And uh, if we show up, God will give us the victory. Mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. so that's that's the deal
1: What I was thinking when you mentioned Joan of Arc, before we started the station, we love we we've heard about the station on the Feast of the Archangels the twenty ninth of mm-hmm. September. So the first thing we did, of course, on the Feast of the Archangels was we went to there's a Joan of Arc chapel in Marquette. Are you familiar with that? No. Oh first, you and your family have to go there. This chapel was actually the original chapel out of Lyon, France. Wow And it was moved here, much like you know Saint Rayfield's was moved here brick by brick. This chapel was actually I don't know if you could even do it these days because now they probably would say it's an historical shrine for France and they probably wouldn't let it in the country. But yes, the chapel on the property of Marquette University is St. Joan of Arc Chapel. It was moved here from Lyon and it's beautiful. It only holds maybe 50, I'm guessing for those of our listeners probably know, maybe 50 to 75 people. It has her armor and it actually has the stone that St. Michael appeared to her on, and that stone is cold. All the time, you put your hands on every other stone, and they have different temperatures. But the stone that Joan of Arc saw the apparition of Saint Michael on is ice cold.
0: That's incredible. It
1: is incredible. So where, you know so that would be a bad place to go. So where is that on the go. campus?
0: Where, do you know where that is on the campus?
1: I, I'm not familiar with that much with Marquette, but I did go there. I remember it was probably right at the entrance of the campus, and then right outside the church. In those days, if you weren't baptized, you couldn't go into a Catholic church. So they even moved the baptismal font from France. So they have a baptismal font for them to have baptized people to become Catholics. Then you could enter this little chapel. So if we could get it, I wouldn't mind seeing if we... You have to bring your own priest in, I think. So we had to ask a priest to drive to that chapel and offer mass. You can... And want to use the word rent it out. You're not really renting it, but you're asking, you apply at the Marquette. Well, I we tell should you do what, a master's, Joan of Arc.
0: What we should do is these TFP guys come through here quite a bit through the Midwest. These They bring kid, young men with them, and like I said, they'll go to Marquette. They've gone to Marquette and talked about the Catholic Church and what have you, and uh, they would love to go here. They would love to go here. You could
1: have a private mass, a semi-private mass. I think it only held about 60 people, but we found a priest on the Feast of the Archangels. We consecrated the station again. Well, we're church militant, right?
0: Right. Well, I mean, right now, when, you have, when you're up against something like this, what else can you be? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's no other choice. You can't just sit, a, sit around and just do nothing. You know, you have to, you have to make a stance. So I have a friend of mine, Matt Foley, and we dated two two sisters. And that's how <laughs> I how I knew Matt. <laughs> Is this
1: father Matt, Matt
0: Foley? Matt Matt was the captain of the Libertyville High School football team. I was the captain of Carmel. And we dated. We dated the two, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They were sisters. And Matt wound up going up to Marquette. Now they they were planning on getting married. And you know he went up with these guys local Irish the Grams and the Quigleys and all these guys the
1: Libertyville Mafia
0: they play yeah the Libertyville Mafia the Catholic Mafia yeah the Catholic the Irish Catholic Mafia Irish Catholic Mafia and and so they played rugby together up there everything and of course out of the blue you know I'm I'm going to become a priest and how beautiful is that and I'm wondering if that isn't part of his story I'm wondering it would be neat to ask him about that and it would be neat to have him as a priest at that mass, that would be really cool because yes. that's that's where that's where it happened, you know. And he's a fighter; <laughs> he'll never meet anybody.
1: Was he, was he a military chap in the military? Yes, he was. I think I've met him. And yes, he, he was. And is he friends with a certain Saturday Night Live character? Maybe? Yes,
0: yes. Who was that Saturday? Yeah. Okay,
1: so we can't leave everybody out. We're having a private conversation yeah. on the ear. Tommy
0: to Boy, talk. Tommy Boy, the guy who played Tommy Boy. They were all good friends. I mean, and he's, that guy was as funny in person as he was on the TV.
1: And I think he used to have a character called Matt Foley.
0: He sure did. Inspirational. So it was named after that priest? Yes, inspirational speaker, Matt Foley. Oh, (laughs) my
1: goodness. So there we go. We've solved a lot of problems. Well, we're winding down. Chris, we have about one minute for radio listeners that are just turning on WSFI 88.5 FM. We have in our studio Chris Dunlap. He is a Catholic, a father of six. And he is here to talk about an initiative by TFP and America Needs Fatima, which is to protest a statue of Satan that's going to be erected in Minnesota. And he's looking for our support. So come on, everybody. we get got to rally around this effort where he's actually going up there on, what, July 15th? Tell them the information and how they can find out more information.
0: Yeah, at noon in uh, Belle Plaine, Minnesota, there will be a Rosary Crusade. The people that are sponsoring it, AmericaNeedsFatima.org, you can reach them at. I have a prediction. The fourth decade of the rosary, we're going to knock Satan out. That's what I think.
1: And how'd you come up with the fourth decade?
0: Well, I don't know. It's just, you know, like Ali picking his round. I'm thinking the fourth (laughs) decade. We'll give him an Our Father, ten Hail Marys, and we'll knock him out with a glory deed. That's
1: right. I know Padre Pio used to have a lot of wisdom (laughs) about how the devil operates, that he's always on a leash. And, you know, you're right. We have the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We have the Blessed Mother on our side. He's powerless. But we we can't, like you're saying, we can't give into this because... This isn't about, more and more as I'm working Catholic Radio, it's not about one thing or another. This is a concerted effort that gains momentum.
0: It is. What what, um, Father Burke said is, it is our faith. It is our faith that will give us the victory. And when you go out and you do something like that, that's a public display of your faith. And that, I think, is very powerful.
1: And a powerful spiritual weapon. Yes. We've come along. And I think if you don't stop this statue, for those of you who are thinking, well, it's Minnesota, what happens? You know, the statue comes up, all of a sudden there's a precedent, there's a court precedent for it. People have given into it, and then it's not such a big deal. And then we, we have, we've had someone here, Jim Finnegan, that's talked about the battle he has putting out a nativity scene. Right. Here it is, Christmas. And we're not allowed to put out a nativity scene on public property. And it's Christmas. And here on public property, they have the statue of Satan. Chris, one more time, I don't know if you want to give the radio station phone number or where people can call for more information. Once more, if you want to get behind this effort, the day that you're going, Chris, and how they can get more information.
0: July 15th, the uh, Rosary Crusade is at noon in Belle Plaine, Minnesota, Veterans Memorial Park. Uh, You could look it up on the website, AmericaNeedsFatima.org, or ReturnToOrder.org, or you can call the radio station at...
1: 224-206-8455, 224-206-8455. Ask for Angela or send me an email at info at WSFIradio.org. So that's all the time we have, folks. You're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM with Chris Dunlap, special episode of... Spotlight, and Chris, it's always just a blast. I just love having you and your family here in the station.
0: Thanks, Angela.
1: Thank you, and thanks for all your support.
0: This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.